Hi, welcome to the Black TV Show Podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Tomeskin. Welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 23, the Cosby Show season one, episode 23, Mr. Quiet. Uh, This episode aired May 2nd, 1984, sorry, 1985. Uh, Clearly there was a break uh, from episode 22 for a month. Not sure why. Um, this episode it was a backdoor pilot for a proposed spin-off series uh, featuring Tony Orlando's character and the community center, but it never happened. And I'm, I think I'm glad it never happened. I don't know. Like this episode, I'm going to say this is probably one of my least favorite episodes from The Cosby Show. Um, I try to avoid this episode if I'm ever, if it's ever back in the day when it was airing. Um, on TV or like if it's on Amazon Prime like I'm just gonna skip over I don't really care about this episode um, I understand that they were trying to get a spin-off show um, girlfriends and slash the game has done that before uh, they did a backdoor pilot on girlfriends for the spin-off show the game I hated the episode it was bad but I did love the show the game so maybe it would have been different <laughs> with the this whole idea the community center but just I hate when they do backdoor pilots. They just, they're not good. There's, it's just, it doesn't seem like there's enough energy put into it. Um, I think they're just bad ideas. I think you should just create a pilot um, for a show if you want to create that show. That's just my opinion. And so uh, we start off uh, in the kitchen uh, where Clef is making a graph. It's a graph to show to teach his, uh, like, he teaches at the community center to pregnant women about weight gain. And so it's a whole graph, and Rudy comes in, and she's like, you're you're outside of the lines. And he was like, so what? Can you do better than me? And so she does her drawing, and when Claire comes down, she's like, oh, you did a nice job on this graph. And Rudy's like, thank you. And Claire's like, I did most of the work, you know? She didn't do much drawing. And the phone rings, and it's Tony. And uh, he speaks fluent uh, Spanish. So Claire speaks back on the phone uh, 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 speaking Spanish. Um, I really don't know what she is talking about. I just heard pronto. So, or I don't know how to say in Spanish, but it seems like she needs to be at the community uh, community center right away. Because clearly they're late or something like that. So she hangs up the phone and then Rudy speaks to her in, in Spanish. And I'm like, damn, girl, her Spanish was so good. But you gotta think about it. Like when you're five, you're uh, when a when a child is five, they're they're like a sponge. They they can absorb so much information. So it's I guess it would have been it's probably easier for Rudy or to for Keisha to know that Spanish. And uh, it it was just so fluent, so good. Uh, I all we know is that if you, if you don't know Spanish, all we know is that uh, he she was talking to Tony at the community center. And that's what I think it I got from that whole conversation. And Cliff was just watching them because he doesn't, he's like us. He doesn't know what's, uh, he doesn't understand Spanish. And he's like, oh, I'm just waiting to hear my name. That's all I, I you know, all I'm doing. And so, um, so you clearly Cliff was kind of left out with that conversation. And so then they're, you know, they're about to be off to the community center. And uh, I forgot what Rudy said, but she said something. I think grazia, uh, which is uh, thank you or something like that. I f- believe that's what she said. I can't remember, but uh, uh, she said bye to uh, Cliff, and uh, Cliff was just like, 
you know, and then he's just speaking in his own language, you know, blah, 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 blah. And Brody's like, huh? <laughs> and so uh, we are, uh, go- there, we're at the community center and uh, we see a pregnant woman. Um, her character name is Mrs. Mitchell, but we all know her as the legendary Angela Bassett. I actually, you know, it's crazy. I watched yesterday um, how Estelle got her groove back uh, last night. And I just, I'm like, damn, you know, I love, it's, it's such a good uh, movie. And all the things that she's done is just amazing. And it's crazy to see that this is like where she started, basically, in the industry. And uh, she's asking Chester, who we've seen before. I don't know if we had his character. I can't remember what his character name, but he was in the episode Claire's Court Case. And I tell you guys, I hate when they use the same actor for different characters. I don't think he was named Chester in the Claire's Case. So uh, just I just we're going to just keep seeing this and I'm just going to keep telling you guys I don't like that. And so uh Angela or Mrs. Mitchell is asking where Cliff is because you know the class started five minutes ago and Chester was like that's not my job like I don't know where they are um and so then uh, she goes back and Tony brings a kid to Chester saying like this is the person you get a ball and Chester was like um I need something from you in order for me to give you a ball and I've I've been in situations where you know, when you go somewhere, I feel like it's like also in community centers because people tend to take things from the place. So they so what the, a lot of places do is like, you know, you might give them your driver's license because you can't leave the community center without your driver's license. Um, I feel like I remember in university that that would be the case where you had to give them something in order to get an item. Uh, for like the gym or you know for the pool and stuff like that and so the kid was like I have nothing you know I don't have anything and Tony was like you can't do that to this kid he wants a ball so he gets the ball and Chester was like we have rules you know and so Tony's like whatever and so Cliff Theo and Claire are there and Chester is telling Cliff that he's late and he's mad and then he Chester also says hi to Claire in a nice way. And Cliff is like, how dare you be like mean to me, but you're being nice to my wife. We were both late. And so he, they were like, whatever. And so then Tony comes over to say hi to Claire and they speak Spanish. Um, and I, this time I actually, I think, kind of figured out what they were talking about, where they basically, I think Claire is saying that she's late for a class and their class is ready or something, something to do with her legal class. That's, I feel like what they were talking about. And Claire, Claire is about to go to his, his own class, but he's, um, staring at them just waiting for his name, you know, he's just waiting for his name while they're talking. And so then, um... Uh, Tony was like, oh, Claire, you need to come to my office. I have something for you. And then we see Theo come from out of nowhere, it seems like. Uh, and he asks Chester for a ball and or for a basketball. And he gets the basketball and he tries to dribble it and it has no air. And so he like Theo was like, can I get a different ball? And the other ball that uh, Chester showed him was literally broken. You can see it's broken. So it's like not able to use. So uh, Theo was like, hey, I'll just take this ball with no air uh and so he went out to play basketball and so we're in tony's office and there's like a whole bunch of files stacked up on the table um i can't deal with that (laughs) on my work table like to have stacks of no 
you got to organize that stuff. But clearly he, he is organized in a way because uh, he gets Claire to test him on file, files that she can grab from and he knows where they are. But for me, that's just, I'd rather have them like maybe in a, a shelf or something like that, but not stacked up on the table. And uh, Claire, so we know that Claire is doing legal, legal counseling uh, for the community center uh, because there was a man that came in and asked like, oh, can I take the course, the class that she's teaching? And she was like, I, I, I teach legal counseling and I'm married. And he's like, okay, hey, never mind. Because, <laughs> you know, he, he really was going to hurt like because she's... Uh, beautiful he was applying to take the course because of her and so then she leaves and then all of a sudden there, uh, where a woman just randomly comes into tony's office we find out she's a psychologist uh, her name is Celine or selena i think and all of a sudden they start kissing you know she's saying how her day has been stressful and all that stuff so clearly they're they are a couple we just assume um and then uh once she leaves, Theo comes in with a kid that's got beat up and won't talk. And so uh, they decided to give him first aid, uh, do first aid on him in terms of not first aid by like CPR, but like put a band aid on him. So they got Cliff to do that for him because, of course, Cliff is a doctor. And so he Cliff does the first aid on him and the kid is just like quiet, doesn't want to talk. And everything and you know cliff talks about when he was a kid he would always give a stare when someone tries to beat him up and the kid's just as quiet he doesn't really care and so tony was like oh what do you like to do you know and they give suggestion like suggestions like basketball cards and stuff and he's just quiet and eventually he goes to the chess board that's all laid out and tony's like oh so that's what you like chess and then, so Tony goes, sits there, and then all of a sudden, that kid goes back to the couch and doesn't uh, want to talk to him. And that was the end of Act 1, and we're going into Act 2. And so we see, like, so Tony's in his office, and we see the kid, like, looking at him. And I noticed in uh, Tony's office, it's there's a, I don't know what it was, but it said Puerto Rico on it. So clearly, we know that Tony is from Puerto Rico. So we know his ethnic background. Um, of course, Puerto Rico is a Spanish-speaking place, I think, because it's technically part of the United States. So I was going to say country, but I don't think that's right. And so uh, the kid, so Tony goes and sees the kid, and the kid is still not talking, and so they decide to do the chess game. And the kid was like, I don't have anything to say, you know? Um, and Tony was like, I just want to get to know who you are. What's your name? That's all I am asking for. And he was like, I only talk when I have something to say. And then he ends up winning the chess game. And he's like, checkmate. And Tony's like, that is not the word I the words I wanted to hear, you know? And so we go to the pregnant class uh, about, it's about weight gain. I don't know if this is a realistic class that this would happen now. Um, not sure. I have never been pregnant, so I wouldn't know. But uh, a, a class about weight gain is kind of weird. Um, like, of course, you know, doctors will talk to their patients about uh, what are the right uh, weight that you should be at, you know, in terms of throughout your pregnancy. But it's just like a whole class about weight gain. It seems kind of weird. So Cliff mentions that that the, the ladies are not eating for two people. They're eating for one person because, of course, a baby is not a full person. They're very small. 
And so, but like for some reason, women always say, you know, once I have a baby, I could eat trip, you know, or not triple, double the amount of food I would usually eat when I was not pregnant. And so he was like, no, you are one person <laughs> that just happens to have a baby in you. That is, that's all. And one of the women uh, asked if she, about if there's scary situations and stories of uh, labor. And Cliff was like, oh, no, it's not, you know, it is painful, but it's it's just an uncomfortable uh, contraction. Miss Mitchell was like, huh? No, it's horrible, you know? And Mrs. Mitchell was like, I've given a birth to two children, and what th- that what I've gone through is pain. And she was like, you know, I know you, Cliff, you've, uh, you've delivered over like 5 million babies, but still, you know, every time my experience is pain and I feel like most women's experience is pain. That's just the, the truth about it, of, uh, pregnancy and la- uh, labor and delivery. <laughs> Mrs. Mitchell says, I felt like something was trying to rip something out of me and Cliff tries to stop it, her t- from continuing the story. And one of the women uh, starts asking, like, it's is it weird to have uh, weird, like, a lot of dreams? Like, she's actually remembering a lot of her dreams now and that she is pregnant. And uh, her, like, and basically her dream was that her husband gets killed. Um, and everyone starts laughing about it. Um, you know, like, the King Kong grabbing uh, the, the their men and throwing them, uh, you know, uh, a train being, like, you're the conductor and it, like, it keeps going and your, your husband is on the track and it rolls over and kills your husband. Um, and, like, everyone is just laughing about these st- stories. It's, it's crazy to me. <laughs> like, they're like, yes, let's, let's kill our husbands because they're, they're not going through the pain that we're going through. And they're all, you know, uh, another woman, like, like also talks about her dream about killing her husband. And they all laughed and start clapping. And Cliff was, she was like, stop, this is not the, uh, a class about male bashing, you know? And says, you know, thank you all for the food because he received food from all of them as a thank you um, and that he's going to enjoy them at home with his family. And so then they all leave. But Mrs. Mitchell was like, make sure you come on time next class. And Cliff was like, I know or else I'll see pain. And so while everyone's leaving the room, Claire comes in into the room and Cliff uh, asks her, did she have dreams about him when she was pregnant? She was like, yeah, you know, uh, in the junkyard, uh, that machine that crushes cars, um, and yeah, and one car, in my dream, the car crashed, uh, crushed into each other. And Cliff was like, uh, was I in that car? But she never answers the question. So one of the pregnant ladies comes uh, to say hi to Claire. And she starts speaking in Spanish about the dreams. That I uh, understood. I Because of the way that they were using their hands, we could tell that they're talking about uh, their pregnant dreams. And Claire also even talks about, you know, the junkyard uh, crushing of the car, uh, in Spanish to her. And Cliff was like, oh, I'm just hearing, I'm just waiting for it to hear my name. And so, and that, (laughs) we end that scene. And we're now in, like, the, I don't know, like, the outside center, you know, where you play sports and stuff. And we see Theo playing basketball, but with a bunch of kids. And then we see Tony and Selena having lunch. Um, and they, you know, they were like, oh, this is a nice, you know, dinner, like, nice lunch outside in the park it's not really the most romantic dinner because there's a or sorry romantic lunch because there are a whole bunch of kids around but you know that's what they they have to deal with 
and uh, they start to kiss and they get interrupted by Claire and Cliff and they're like oh of course we're getting interrupted and Cliff told <laughs> mentions like you know Tony only spent like two dollars and fifty nine cents for the lunch damn that is a very cheap for lunch two dollars and fifty nine cents that's damn you know I think to get a, a decent lunch is probably five dollars <laughs> nowadays uh, and Cliff is talking about the food that he got from all his, the pregnant ladies and uh, I guess the Spanish I, I'm just I shouldn't say Spanish Latino a lady made rice and uh, I can't remember what it was but she, he tried to say it, say it in Spanish and the he when he said it in Spanish he's saying rice with shoes and Claire was like no that is not how you say it and so uh, Claire is taught him in Spanish how to say it and he eventually just never said it and then Tony tells Cl uh, Cliff and Claire how much he appreciates all the work they do for the community center and they were like yeah no it's not it's not, not an issue you know and so then they go home and Theo goes home and then we meet a woman named Sonia and she comes and she says she is Enrique's mother Tony's like who is Enrique he doesn't know who's Enrique it's the kid that uh, got hurt and got beat up. And he's like, oh, yes, I do know who your child is. And uh, she mentions that, you know, Enrique didn't want to come home because he was in the fight. Um, and she explains that, you know, his father uh, died working as a police force. And the person that killed him uh, is out of jail right now and is afraid to talk to strangers because and it it makes sense because you know you don't know who to trust you it the person he can talk to can be the person that kills his father he really has P ptsd basically and uh i feel for him uh I, like there's probably so many people in the world just like him so it's it's a sad situation to think about and so it just made sense why he didn't talk at all but in a way, you know, he stayed longer at the community center because he liked Tony. And so uh, Sonia was like, hey, I'm going to go uh, look for Enrique and I'm going home. And so then Tony and Selena go back to eating their lunch romantically. And all of a sudden, uh, Selena noticed that she's, they're being watched by Enrique. And Enrique was, came, uh, comes out of the corner and uh, Tony was like, you know, your mom's looking for you. And he's like, I know. And so he leaves, uh, he, he's like, I, I might see you again, I might not see you again. Uh, I guess clearly we'll never see him again because this, uh, this show never got picked up. We're back at the Huxtable house and uh, Cliff is mixing all the meals that he got from the women that got him, the, all the pregnant ladies that got him and it's just, I wouldn't eat that. It's, to mix a bunch of foods together, no, I just have one, one at a time, you know, it makes sense. And so then... Denise and Vanessa come down and they're at, they want to ask him something, but they don't want to go first because the first person that uh, asks for something, they get shut down. So eventually Denise goes first and she's like, Dad, can I? And right away he says yes, not no, like not hearing what exactly she wants. And then Vanessa asks the same thing and he's like, no. <laughs> so he's trying to defeat the purpose of what they just said about the first person being shut down. And so Vanessa's like, that's not even fair. You didn't even listen to what I got to say. And Claire was like, well, maybe wait until after he's done dinner. And she's like, okay. And so she leaves. And Theo comes down the stairs and all of a sudden he says, dad, can I? And Cliff gets mad. He's like, what? Like, I did not have children to be called, to get my name changed, called to 
Dad Can I. And I remember uh, watching the Cosby Show, like, I guess, reunion special. It's, I wouldn't say it's a full reunion. Uh, to Like, what I consider full reunion is what they did on the Freshman's of Bel-Air. But um, the Cosby Show did one in 2002. And the, Bill Cosby was talking about, you know, I, you know, uh, when I had children, I didn't think that, you know, my name was going to be called Dad Can I. And they actually showed this exact clip. Um, clearly, I didn't. Re- I didn't know that this this actually this exact clip was in an episode that I don't like, you know. And so, uh, so he just uh, Cliff gives him a whole speech, and then eventually, Theo mentions that you know because Cliff gives him his chance, and Theo says, you know, I was at the community center, and uh, I wanted uh, I got to see what the basketballs were like, and they were not good. So I was I was wondering if I can give them my basketball and uh, Cliff all of a sudden felt so bad because he thought like uh, Theo was going to ask for something but instead he got he wanted to give away his basketball to the community center which is such a good deed and so Cliff says I'm sorry and he kisses Theo on the face and Theo was like huh why why is he kissing me on my face (laughs) and then uh, Claire was telling Cliff you know I don't think he likes to be kissed on the face I think he's way too grown for that you know and eventually, uh, they started talking. I can't remember what they were talking about. They, but we end the episode with Claire pointing at Cliff's tummy, where basically telling him like, "We need your tummy to go down a bit." And we end the episode right there. As I mentioned from the start of this episode, this is not my favorite episode. Uh, this is probably one of the least favorite ones out of the whole series. I don't. We're gonna f- we're gonna keep going throughout the series, and I, I'll let you know which ones are not my gr- favorite ones. Um, but yeah. Uh, backdoor pilots are never a good idea. Um, I can't think of, besides the girlfriends in the game, I can't think of any other uh, backdoor pilots, but they are there, there are a lot. I just can't think of it on top of my head. So there was guest stars. Uh, Tony Orlando played Tony. Uh, in real life, he's a singer. Uh, we have Alexis, Alexis Cruz. Uh, he was the kid. He is still currently acting. He's been, he has a lot of credits to his name. Then there's Ida Morris. She played Selena. She is still acting. Um, and then we have again David L- Langston, who uh, was in Claire's case episode, and in this episode, um, and he's gonna be back for another few more episodes. I don't know if he plays Chester again or if he's playing a different character. Um, and then we have the Pierre Tama, who was Sonia. I'd, the only credit she has is the Cosby show. I noticed that a lot of these episodes, a lot of these actors, they've only been on the Cosby show and then that's it. They never went back to acting. And I feel like maybe because, and you would see that they were born in New York. And I feel like they probably grabbed a lot of people from the neighborhood and said, do you want to act? And they, they were like, yeah. And they decided to act for that episode and then that's it. And they went back to their normal lives. It seemed like it from this episode. I feel like nowadays that's like so unrealistic. The only time that would be the case is if it's children, because of course it's harder to find children for a specific character um, sometimes. So that is the only time I feel like they would grab kids from the neighborhood nowadays. But now nowadays there's so many actors out there that they can just like find an actual actor to play the person instead of finding someone from the neighborhood. So that's like the one like fact it seems like from this show. And then there is. Angela Bassett, who plays such a s- small role on this episode, but she is just a queen. 
we all know her. You know, I told you I watched how Stella got her groove back. Uh, she is on waiting in the movie Waiting to Exhale. She was in Black Panther. There, she has a show currently on I can't remember what network, but it's called Nine One One. Um, she's just been in everything. You know, Boys in the Hood. Just a lot. She, she's done a lot, uh, and we all love her for that. And so uh, t- for this episode, since I really don't like this episode, there is no lesson, there is no question, and uh, I decided no a hashtag because I really don't care about this episode. We don't need to talk about it. Um, so the next episode is episode 24, and that is uh, Cliff's birthday, which doesn't really make sense from where this air date is, but... Um, it is the final episode of season one. Crazy that like we started the year off with this season and we're already done. It's crazy. We're going to be starting season two, which is um, I feel like one of my favorite seasons. It's not like my favorite favorites. I think season six is probably the most my my favorite season. Maybe it's because I don't have the DVD to that one. But season two is probably one of my favorites, too, because I because of the fact that I got that DVD first. So I really got to see all these episodes so many times. So I can't wait uh, to uh, talk about season two. Uh, But for now, uh, I'll talk to you all on the next one.